0: Hey guys, it's uh, the 17th of January, 2023. We're about to launch the next edition of the Robert's Bell Show. How many things are you addicted to? And if you say, Oh, I'm not addicted to anything, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> we all have addictions, uh, some may be more destructive than others. And I think one of the biggest addictions we have is being addicted to authoritarianism. Yeah, I'll mean, add that in the mix, but also we will talk about the other addictions. Our good friend, uh, Sean David Cohen, is joining us again to talk about those things here in the new year, uh, oh, what, 17 days in? How are you doing if you had a resolution to break the cycle of addiction to anything? Could Crave Kicker be that solution for you? Also, A.J. DePriest is joining us an hour too. two. Uh, we've got uh, the blood money in U.S. healthcare, and also uh, the money that's being spent at uh, primary, secondary schools to propagandize children to never leave authoritarianism, especially as it relates to the broken allopathic death inducing medical monopoly. Yeah, that's, that's not a light topic. I know we'll find some fun in there somehow. And yeah, let's see if there's anything else I want to add to this. Gigi mm, Big food capture the world's largest public health. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. All right. I'm turning the show over to super Don right about now. You guys ready? Don't, don't run away. Share the show. robert slash listen and back in just a moment to crank it up.
1: The Robert Scott the Bell. Robert Show. Scott Bell Show.
2: The voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show.
0: Anybody have found a fan of censorship out there? y'all like that censorship censorship kills censorship is deadly and if you're not clear on how dangerous censorship is just look at all the censorship that has blocked the information from this show and or many others and even physicians who have blown the whistle on the scam that is uh the covid scam scam pandemic, and all the things that are available to you to counteract the dangerous gain of function nonsense. That yeah, there's some reality to that. But as the uh, the bad guys slowly, limited, hangoutedly say, oh yeah, we were uh, we were wrong about that too. We were wrong about that. We we're wrong about that. Oh yeah, and then like ninety uh, percent uh, excess uh, claims of uh, of COVID actually then really happened because you came into the hospital and you had a gunshot wound. We, it was COVID. You got hit by a, a bus. It was COVID on and on it goes they they claim it they acknowledge it and yet nothing happens to them not not overtly anyway except maybe far fewer people rely upon them but then again the cynical side of me or maybe the skeptical side of me says you know what they're they're still they're, they're getting away with it there's plenty of folks that still believe that uh, the FDA the CDC Biden administration talks people the talks people's of the mainstream legacy media conflicted with pharmaceutical and globalist interests. Also, you still believe them. If it's not said there, you don't believe them. But even as they admit how wrong they were about everything COVID related, they still expect that you come back for more. I pray that's why you're here because you're not going back for more. And I would urge you as I do occasionally to tell your friends and family members about what we do here. Because if you haven't noticed, we've been right about just uh, everything related to COVID. Even when we weren't sure, our suspicions were confirmed shortly after raising the alarm bell about various things, including the initial claims that PCR was detecting something that they could validate that said you have, and you have, and you have, and everybody's got it. And therefore you need to get an MRNA jab because nothing else works. And if somebody says it works, they're lying to you. They're disinformation agents, and we got to stop them at all costs. And that leads us to our opening segment here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. If you want to check it out in the show notes, it's an article over there at our friends at Natural News. This is uh, written, let's see, who wrote this article? I can't even see the claims of the names here. Ethan well, Huff. It was Ethan. Okay, our buddy Ethan. Thank you, Super Don. FDA commissioners demand tools, new tools to fight online misinformation. And and the the irony is so deep and dark that the the very groups, including these former FDA agents and current ones, commissioner, in fact, are the main reason why people have died unnecessarily, needlessly, through the COVID crisis, because they are the purveyors of misinformation, not you and me, not Dr. McCullough, Not many of our friends in the media and other physicians that we've featured on this show who actually said, you know, there's a problem with their claims of what COVID is, what it isn't, what can be done about it, and yet they have the audacity, these former and current FDA people, to come together and say, we just need more tools to keep what? The pharmaceutical church happy. The medical monopoly and communist takeover of planet Earth, much less the United States government, which has been captured by communist infiltrators from the pharmaceutical church and or fascist perpetrators of the regime in Germany in World War II, Do I have to say, demon spawn of IG Farben. Now this is, what I'm talking about here is the 2023 Innovations in Regula- Regulatory Science Summit, hosted by UCSF, Stanford Center of Excellence in Regulatory Science and Innovation. If there ever was something to disband, That would be one of those things i put at the top of the list. Although it's not technically a government agent or agency, the fact that the former heads of FDA and current head of FDA met and utilizing under that umbrella, it tells you just about all you need to know about what this organization is about. Colluding with pharmaceutical monopolies, the drug industry, to suppress information under the guise of protecting you from misinformation that they are the primary pervaders of. Did you see this quote I dropped in for you, Super D? It's in Skype. If you can see it, I don't know if you can put it up on screen or just, yeah, go full screen on it or something, because this is a good one. This is from current FDA commissioner, Robert Califf. Here it is. Super Don zooming in on it if you want to see this. I actually believe that misinformation is the leading cause of death right now in the U.S. because whether we're looking at COVID or chronic disease, people are making bad choices driven by the information they get. And this was a whining FDA commissioner, Robert Califf. And the irony of the statement couldn't be more clear, dripping with irony. They're actually talking about themselves when they say this. He's looking in the mirror. Misinformation is the leading cause of death. I agree. But it's the misinformation coming from the federal agencies, particularly this case, the Fear and Death Administration. He says, we were just not prepared for what broad access to the Internet would do to communication channels. Isn't that interesting? Way too
1: much free speech going on there.
0: Yeah, I was like, pfft. how much <laughs> free speech? so much free speech that the government colluded with uh, big online media to suppress us. And we're still banned on YouTube and Spotify and temporarily, I hope, only on LinkedIn. And what did they find out? Did they learn I, anything I, from this? No, they're like, oh, we're very busy. We're working on it. We, I don't you know, even we just, we to I don't know. We just what... need to censor
1: people more because it seems yeah. like the more we censor people... Uh, the louder their voice gets
0: yeah so the big tech cabal they're being sued of course government collusion involved government being sued bobby kennedy our friends uh, ty and charlene bollinger and others are participating in a lawsuit against them because it's so clear the violations of their constitutional limitations on freedom of speech it's not about oh these these websites have the they have the authority to decide what they want to air it's just so sad and sickening that the the, the, uh, the so-called uh, political left is cheerleading censorship even to this day. I know there are some that are peeling off of that. Thank God. Damn, what a disaster that is. There's still a lot of freedom of speech happening despite the censorship. And, you know, even with whatever controlled agent Elon Musk may be with Twitter, the reality is we can't rely on any of the big tech forums. I mean, even... Elon Musk has probably got some dirt on him if they wanted to apply it. Maybe they already are. I don't know the details of it. I'm just saying to rely on one guy, go, Musk is going to save us free speech is back. It's just, that's naive. It's absolutely naive. Scott Gottlieb wants the FDA to oversee the direct countering of misinformation by pharmaceutical corporations. So in addition to regulating food and drugs and making sure they are the third, second, or first leading cause of death, rather than protecting the public, we should add to the list of responsibilities <laughs> this multi-billion-dollar failure of an organization is. Hmm, and have wait them out now- here, this twice. is the Food
1: and Drug Administration. Yeah, the yeah. Food and Drug Administration. These guys, these are supposed to be the guys that go around making sure that the food that we eat it doesn't isn't poisonous. Yeah, that, which they do a terrible job of, mm-hmm. and the water we drink isn't poisoned, mm-hmm. which they do a terrible job of, yeah. uh, and that the drugs that that uh, are are out there don't kill people. Which yep. they're doing a terrible job of, and so now they're supposed to oversee misinformation. So they're going to get on what they're going to have internet police now, like a branch of the FDA sure. that's going to censor people,
0: fully armed to pull you off the internet and dis- wow. deplatform you. Maybe charge you with a crime. And you know Who what knows? they're
1: going to need in order to do that? More money. More money. Yeah. Hey. Up
0: their budgets. A billion dollars right. not enough. We Scott Gottlieb, a career criminal and former FDA uh, commissioner from 1917. I'm sorry, 2017. 1917. Yeah, he's been around a long time oh, to 2019. Sits on the board of Pfizer. Oh, yeah, Pfizer. I think they, they, they've been fined more than any other as far as larger fines than any other company in history for illegal deeds. Dirty deeds done, not dirt cheap. Gottlieb believes that it is not the FDA's responsibility to police information directly, but rather to manage censorship oh. Who sponsors. So, so help other people doing do, the dirty work? Yeah. So what he wants to do is turn it over to the drug and vaccine industry that benefits when it suppresses any information that would be counter to the narrative that all drugs and vaccines are mana from pharmaceutical heaven and you should just be on them.
1: Isn't there and like maybe okay. just a little bit of a conflict of interest there? Oh,
0: so much. <laughs> <laughs> you want to th- Somebody's saying something bad oligarchy. about us. Yeah, we've got to be able to shut them down. The FDA will give us authority because the Congress, because Jonathan E. Moore does not yet Senator E. Mord in Virginia uh, is not doing its job of holding the oligarchy accountable and, and limiting their ability to act without constitutional authorization. And that would take an act of Congress. Why we need Emord? check out emord for VA.com and get get him in there, dude. He needs to run. He needs to he'll win. If he runs, he'll win. Uh, let's see. Gottlieb's statements were made a week after he was exposed for flagging tweets on Twitter for censorship or removal. This while being paid by Pfizer to essentially do its dirty work online. That was that was Twitter files that came out. Yeah. 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 This is the kind of stuff that's corrosive. Complained Gottlieb to an executive at Twitter about a tweet from Dr. Brett Juror about the superiority of natural immunity versus vaccine immunity.
1: That's corrosive. Oh, yeah. man, you
0: can't have that. Natural immunity eats away at the medical monopoly. That's what it's corrosive for. <laughs> it's not corrosive wow. to your good health and healing. Super D, dude, this is a, a, you know, an absolute tragedy. It's disgusting. People like Gottlieb and you know the current FDA commissioner and any others that are endorsing this need to be jailed before it's too late. If they still have the, well,
1: and, and, and Robert, here's the, and this is what I was alluding to just a few minutes ago. They mm. haven't learned anything. They've learned oh. nothing from the last three years
0: They're paid heavily, not with to.
1: all of this, the, the, just blatant censorship, the violation of the first amendment that was going on, uh, the last, in the last three years, you, and you know, what happened every time that they banned somebody from something, their listenership went up. Whenever they, they demonetize them, they they figured out another way, and people wanted to know, what is it that they don't want us to hear? But what, what is this, this this banned terrible stuff that they're trying to hide from us? I want to hear it. I want to read it. I want to see it. It's human nature. And they still have not figured out that when you try and censor and ban things, all you do is draw more attention to it, and it becomes louder. And so I, I don't understand. I just, I don't get it. You know, I, I want to give these people the benefit of the doubt that maybe, maybe there's something about this. I don't understand. There's maybe some tactic or strategy that they, about. that they're, but no, it's the same thing. They're a bunch of morons. How could they be so stupid?
0: Super D. Then the question is, you know, are they stupid or are they paid to not act like intelligently in response to how, who they are they getting their be? orders from? Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, yeah. given the benefit of the doubt. And I get that as a policy, right? You try to say, all right, let's. Let's be sure. I don't want to come, jump to a conclusion, but I don't think at this point it would be considered at all jumping to a conclusion. It'd be like, uh, you're a little slow yourself if you don't get what's going on here. You don't see the agenda and the unwillingness to actually act on real information, instead claiming that the real information that could save lives is misinformation rather than their in, in misinformation, which has resulted in hundreds of thousands, maybe to millions of lives needlessly lost. And these people should burn in hell. Yeah, I know that's not being nice, but then again, how nice have they been to you and your loved ones or family members that have been uh, have been harmed or or are killed now, whether it be hospital protocols or whether it be the ongoing mRNA uh, vaccination scandals that they're now you know kind of admitting, oh yeah, well it didn't do this, it does do this, and like I said, the uh, the idea that maybe we were ninety percent over on the estimates of COVID based on just check this box and we'll send you money. Conflicts of interest do matter, don't they? Or do they not anymore? And so the question is: will you continue to support these authoritarians because they have authority, artificially induced, and you believe them into power and you continue to sustain them by your belief. Acting on behalf of those who you say you disagree with, but then again, when they say something, you still do it. Now, I'm not accusing this audience and you know who you are of of being in that state. I just acknowledge the uh the human frustration, which is the remedy indicated, argentum nitricum, homeopathic silver nitrate. If you find yourself frustrated like I am, just talking about this, going, dude, how do they, how do you not see this? Not, not necessarily you, unless if you're being if you're offended by anything I've said so far, maybe I'm talking about you. But if not, you're like you're you're like me going, how the hell does this keep going? How do they keep getting away with this? Maybe we're addicted to it. Maybe we're addicted to be told what to do. We're so addicted. That we like, oh, we can't, don't, don't, don't. I know they're bad for me, but gosh, I got to have some more. (laughs) Battered
1: wife syndrome,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need some Crave Kicker. I'm thinking. Break that cycle. Support the dopamine receptors naturally with the mucunipurians. Go ahead, talk. We got to take a drink.
1: (laughs) This is the new Crave Kicker bottle right here. I love it. Crave Kicker. End addiction
0: cravings naturally. Beautiful. This is RSB approved, y'all. I love this stuff and it's helping a lot of people. And some of you have already taken advantage of the 15% off that Sean Cohen has set up for you here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, RSB 15. I think he's sold out, so he's ordering new, but he said he just to help him out and get him started again with the new batch, he's extending the sale, RSB 15. Take advantage of it. Uh, go to cravekicker.com. Here's Sean, David Cohen. Sean, welcome back to the Robert Scott Bell Show.
2: Thank you very much.
0: So what do you think? Are we addicted to everything? I mean, it's ridiculous.
2: Pretty much. (laughs) You get too much of anything and you think, uh, hey, I don't have to think for myself or make decisions anymore. This is easy.
0: I'm just thinking, I don't know that I could label your product for addiction to authoritarianism, but I'd like to, if it could help.
2: Well, if the FDA would push natural remedies, maybe everybody could get addicted to them.
0: (laughs) The healthy, the proverbial healthy addictions. So, Sean, this expansion—we've been talking about this. Anything that supports, you know, the dopamine receptors in a non-synthetic way can certainly help to break all kinds of cravings. I don't think it's limited to tobacco addiction or vaping, although that's a primary focus that you've had in your journey and it's kind of your mission. But I like this expansion of ideas, and we've been trying to communicate that to folks that, you know, if you're feeling that oh, that pull to something, that if you support this system this physiological need you can break the cycle of the harmful addictions if you will i mean there are habits that are good that might be considered addictions that are not but they're good habits or better habits than those that are destructive what do you think
2: yeah i think everybody's physiology is different and uh we we kind of have to decide for ourselves mostly if we're addicted to something i mean there's common addictions um you know the four i'm addressing with this product is uh alcohol, sugar, nicotine and caffeine. So I was just looking at numbers and you've got 15 million alcoholics as they're termed in the in the USA which means uh men drinking more than four drinks a day or 14 drinks a week, women more than seven uh uh more than two drinks a day or seven per week. Um then you've got uh, you know, about half the population's overweight and half of those folks are obese. You've got about 50 million people using nicotine and you've got half the country or probably at least teens and adults are drinking too much caffeine. So that they're saying more than 300 milligrams a day, a cup of coffee's got maybe 80 milligrams. So, you know, with the energy drinks and the, and the co- and the, uh, the soda, and and coffee and all that. Um, You've got people going way overboard and they they don't really realize it or they've just gotten sucked into the undertow of it um, over time. And you really need to cut back because now you're taxing your cleansing organs. That's what I always fall back on is you're taxing your cleansing organs, your kidneys, your liver, your pancreas, your bladder, your colon, all of these places where we filter the poisons or we filter what we do what we overindulge in, uh, mm-hmm. they get overwhelmed. And that's where the preventable diseases kick in. And that's when you, you know, feel horrible and you start having to go to the doctors in the hospitals, even if you don't like them or <clears> trump <throat> because the problems oh, get yeah. so bad. So that's that's there's your sign of addiction, right?
0: You no, know, we, we covered yesterday, I believe if my memory serves correctly, a story that said 25% of people go in the hospitals. Are harmed overtly, measurably harmed by that interaction. You know, with things that even with within the hospital setting, that people mean to use to help you, and so you want right. to stay out. And if and if addiction is a roadmap leading to, for instance, hospitalization, yeah, there's the, uh, the story we covered yesterday. Nearly one in four U.S. hospitalized patients experience harmful events. And if addiction is one of those things that leads to a downturn in in overall health, that might facilitate the perceived or real need to go to a hospital. Yeah, you know, I, I just want to think whatever incentivizes you to go, Hey, maybe I can take this step and make it easier where it was hard to impossible to break the cycle of addiction. I'm going to try some Crave Kicker.
2: Yeah. Uh, side note, I went to visit somebody who was critically injured in the hospital and we were there for a series of days, much of the days. And we were going to the cafeteria and the snack shops and it was unbelievable. Um, the, the artificial sweeteners that were brought to the room to make drinks, the the, the food, the processed food in the cafeteria. And it was ridiculous because I was thinking you're only going to get worse here. This is ridiculous. Um, but it, it's just that we drive ourselves to the brink before we address things. That That's what I'm seeing. And that's one of the reasons I created Crave Kicker was to help people kind of steer away from the damage before it's incurred. I mean, you're, you're, you're obviously, you know, you're damaging your system, you know, if you're smoking or vaping or, you know, drinking every day, alcohol every day and overdoing the sugar and you got a big gut and, you know, thunder thighs or whatever, you know, but if you're not having to go to the hospital or go to urgent care, cause you got chest pains and, you know, horrible arthritis acting up then does that mean wait and just keep doing it and uh, or or are you going to intervene for yourself are you going to step up and do something right before that shit hits the fan
0: when you were saying thunder thighs were you looking at me or super don i just gotta know (laughs) you know
2: i'm in my mid-50s too so i think we're we're doing okay here
0: i I think you know (laughs) I know that the definition of thunder thighs may not be what I'm thinking, but I wish I had thunder thighs this morning as I was doing ska- squats, because oh man, you know, that's the least favorite of, of the exercise when I go into the gym uh, and, you know, I ended up round 11 doing squats before I left. I was, I don't know. If that was a, the best plan, but Mike thunder thighs, oh man, maybe they'll, they'll uh, get stronger. They won't look so big, but we'll keep it going. And I'm looking for super Don, you know, talk about new year's resolutions. I can't make it for him. But I keep encouraging him to get out there and do more walking, get to the gym, the why, whatever, uh, because I want to see, you know, all of these things that preclude the good habits that we're trying to make here. You know, what are the bad habits that we have that prevent us, for instance, from making uh, time for the best things in life that that strengthen us now and in the future Uh, and thinking more long term than just the immediacy. But also, when do we act and say, you know, there's no time like what they say two months ago, but there's no time like today. Even if you didn't start two months ago or January 1 or whatever, whatever date it is when you're listening to this show as a podcast later, Um, the Crave Kicker formula is available to you. It's very simple to utilize. Uh, They're like in those little energy drink kind of sizes, but they are not caffeinated. Um, They have this Ayurvedic herb that's been used for thousands of years. There's a lot in Ayurveda has to facilitate a reduction in the physiological cravings associated with addictions and uh breaking that cycle it could be as simple as uh you know drinking it what what do you say one two three times a day to start what is the recommendation
2: yeah three bottles a day i mean they last about three to four hours of the dose i've got in there maybe longer because i kind of souped it up this summer um and uh it's more it's it's a potent extract and then i've got the good vitamin b12 in there i've got the the methylcobalamin so you know Mm -hmm. five hour energy a lot of people They've been drinking that for years or whatever, and that's cyanocobalamin, and it's really your body doesn't use that much of it. So mm-hmm. I mean, how effective is it? Really, it's probably mostly placebo. But this has the good the good B12 in there, so that helps uh, with energy and and just balancing your, your nerves. So a lot mm-hmm. of people like this product that are even just trying to cut back or substitute uh, for for something that they're doing. I, I see people that they're only productive when they get their fix, when they get their fix of the caffeine sugar uh, or nicotine. And, and, you know, if they go for a walk outside, they're smoking their cigarette. If they uh, got a job interview, they smoke right before they walk in. If they, uh, you know, got a meeting, they're in real estate or something, they smoke um, or they chug, you know, some highly caffeinated drink um, or a couple of espressos. So, how, what if you could be functional all day, you know, if you mm. don't need these crutches that that uh, that hurt your dopamine production in your body? They the, these crutches, these addictions, they damage your dopamine production in your body to the point where it's waiting for them and you are not productive or you're minimally productive. Until you get that,
0: mm-hmm.
2: until you get that caffeine, nicotine, alcohol or sugar so it'd be
0: so, nice to be able to as you say sustain your functionality without relying on these uh, crutches which i believe if you utilize them um you know are there they're kind of uh, emergency use authorizations that you give yourself occasionally as opposed to again daily use uh scenarios which they weren't designed to to, to, to be utilized in that way uh and uh, to have a better functioning system one that doesn't have those uncontrollable urges or cravings i mean for those who you- are would- yeah, for those of you still feel that and you think, how is it possible that a, a substance from nature, plant, this Me- Mecunipurians, if I say it right, it's Latin, so I have some leeway. But Sounds right. That it could be utilized to fill in, if you will, some kind of void that causes that, that systematic, systematic like, I got to have this. And you know it's not good for you. You know you don't want it, but you can't seem to control it. Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And I'm not advocating stick it in your, uh, you know, your spouse's tea if they don't want to quit. I mean, I, I believe you have to have a genuine desire to reduce your you know, dependency or eliminate it altogether. But many people are discouraged because they've tried so many times and, and seemingly failed that they look at this, Sean, and they go, oh, sounds too good to be true. I don't know if I want to take that leap. I mean, you probably run into that.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it, you hear about vitamin D boosting immunity, and and then people are like, "Well, yeah, but I go outside." Okay, but are you going outside when it's cold outside? Because it's not working for you. I mean, you got to do some research, and if somebody else did a little bit for you, be humble and look at it and determine if it's right for you, if it's going to help. I mean, all of these crutches, these uh, these these addictions, the biggest problem besides wrecking your health is the crash of it the crash of it is ruining big portions of your day or your night it's it's it can ruin sleep it can ruin focus it can ruin mental aspects you know lead to depression you got long-term people think about the short term oh how do i feel right now oh give me some more caffeine i'm fine let's go do this but the long-term effect is depression. You know, so so then, how does that play into everything you're doing? Your dreams, your goals, staying in shape, you know, um, eating healthy, having the self-esteem and the integrity to say, "Oh, I'm going to try and eat healthy again today. I've been feeling good all week. I'm not going to r- go off the rails." You know, or are you going to stick with it? That stick with itness mm-hmm. uh, that comes from being motivated and it comes from eating right and supplementing. And it's, yeah. this is just another supplement, but nobody seems to know about it. It's not in food or drinks that i've seen anywhere yeah. at
0: any time and um, I, I i mean i i i don't say I pride myself but i mean look i do a lot of research do a lot of reading and i i love that i could be surprised by something new or old in this case right In ayurvedic medicine and i use ayurveda regularly you know my my nighttime uh, ritual involves liver support from ayurvedic herbs but to 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 realize there's something so powerful that contains you know this dopamine in a natural form non-synthetic that could facilitate feeding the dopamine receptors, which are often, uh, let's say craving deficient and, and you know causing us to choose poorly, <laughs> things that are not sustaining right. our health. And, and I know that most people, even if you're you know, addicted currently, you might not be dealing with the worst or most devastating impact that will eventually uh, creep in over time. And we're all, we have different strengths and weaknesses. Some can withstand these things longer than others. But I, th- I think it's pretty not controversial to say that ultimately it won't lead to a long and healthy life to maintain addictions to things like uh, tobacco, which is not really tobacco much in terms of uh, commercial cigarettes. You know, that's the least of all the ingredients of hundreds, if not thousands of additives. And then other things like alcohol, which is not controversially uh, toxic to the liver. Everybody knows it. And some people still will drink socially. And that's something, you know, it's up to everybody to decide. But when it becomes something that you seemingly can't stop and you get into that realm of, of you're on it all the time. How do you break that cycle? We've talked also about these addiction centers. They're kind of like a monopoly system in America. They, they treat addiction in a way that is so, so epic in its failures that I don't know what the percentages of people that go right back to their addiction after even being in these rehab centers in America. And then they're, they're you know, they're so outraged when you, you know, posit, hey, maybe look into a, a botanical ingredient or a homeopathic ingredient or, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, the, the shamans from Central and South America where they're succeeding, where these rehab uh, facilities in America, medically in, endorsed, are, are failing miserably. And now we have the McCunipurians, we have the crave kicker as another option. And I, I'm saying, you know, somebody who's dealing with this, if not yourself, this is a simple a method to get started to see if we can reduce physiological cravings is anything I've ever run into.
2: I've, I've, you know, looked heavily into cigarette use, as you know, and it's, there's statistics that 95% of people who try to quit smoking go back within six months. And so that was just a statistic that blew my mind and I kept looking at it and I kept looking at it. And then there's research. Uh, Baylor College of Medicine did this research. Uh, Why? Why are they all going back uh, if they don't have help? Okay. It was if they don't have help. Why are they all going back? And they looked at their dopamine levels and they were low and they stay low. So for up to six months, you can have these deficiencies. Maybe it's creeping back and your body's starting to recover and you stop putting the poison in. But that's why a lot of people go back. So I have to Believe that at these addiction recovery centers, no matter what you're addicted to, your body is still reeling from Mm. the addiction months after. So let's say you go in for three months and you come out and you're clean as a whistle. Is your body ready to cope with your daily activities that you want to engage? Are you going to be able to run on the treadmill for 10 minutes or go for a long, brisk Mm. walk without feeling horrible?
0: I think if if it were the case, then we wouldn't see so much, I would say, recidivism in terms of return to that. <laughs> and so I think that what you've developed, and by the way, the street cred of Sean David Cohen goes back a number of years. I'm looking on uh, Barnes & Noble right now. I think Superdon linked this up. There's a book that, did you publish this in 2013?
2: Yeah, they both came out 2013,
0: 2014. Wow. My books. This yes, one has 14 and out stop smoking naturally in 14 days a step-by-step guide to freedom and health sean david cohen and and i get i guess i mean you've learned stuff since then too i mean it's not like you stopped
2: a lot i i started writing those books in 2007 Mm -hmm. and uh and it self-published them first and you know it took 25 tries to find a publisher that's what they say it takes and it did but uh it was great when those got in the bookstores and, and on Amazon, I was I was ecstatic because the messages got out and then I did updates also. So that was nice because what I had learned uh, in the few years after I self published, I added. So I added information about the ingredients and in cigarettes. I added nutritional information and uh, and and it really helped beef up the book uh, with some more knowledge um, that came to me in those last couple of years. 2012
0: to f- 2014 nice hey super D, I know you have a lot of personal experience in history I always feel like you know I'm lacking <laughs> in subject matter although I've helped people with addiction I'll acknowledge that but my experience in this lifetime admittedly was I don't have a lot of cravings or addictions I was hypoglycemic you know m- many years ago and that would lead to cravings for food or sugar uh, but it wasn't so much an addiction to in, in my mind or experience but Yet I appreciate so much this topic for those that do suffer. And you've been through this and you know people that have, Don.
1: I had a very addictive personality for many years of my life. I was, I was kind of a hell on wheels guy. Um, and so, yeah, but when, when, it, when it comes to cigarettes, you know, Sean, you were saying that the, the numbers you saw was uh, that people went back to it in six months. Are you kidding me? How about six days, <laughs> six <laughs> months? <laughs> I'd like to meet the person that, that made it six months and then went back. Um, cause you know, smoking cigarettes is, it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Um, and so six months, I, six months, I almost look at as, as a, uh, a success.
2: Yeah. You may having it, a
1: relapse right? after six months is kind of like, oh, well, you've done it for six months. You know, you can do it again. <laughs> the tough part is making that six for six hours. Or the first six days, that's the tough part. And something like the Crave Kicker is—that's that, really what the purpose of the Crave Kicker is, right? Is—is is to get you through that that part of the physical addiction, and right. then that's when you move on to the psychological part and the habit part. Is that is that is that accurate?
2: Right, the first three to four days is when you break the physical nicotine addiction. Okay, so yes, that's tough. But the toughest days are the two days after that. That's what they say. Or the t- that's why you're right when you said six days. That's exactly right because you break the physical addiction, and then you're dealing with the dopamine levels. Then you're dealing with the withdrawals, the crankiness, the bitterness, the the the, the mood swings, and so those next few days the second half of that week that you quit, that's brutal. And that's that's where you just need some help. And it's not just a friend saying, come on, man, you got this. I mean, it's a physical right. need besides nicotine that you need. And people don't know it's a <laughs> void. And if there's a product to fill in the void, they usually do yeah. well. And so I'm just trying to get the word out because most people that buy Crave Kicker are very happy with it. And um, luckily I'll knock on wood, but Nobody's ever asked for a refund on effic for efficacy for crave kicker. And I've sold about 30,000 bottles in a year.
1: That's a pretty good track record.
2: We, we've done pretty good and I'm very, I'm very proud of it. And that's oh, why God. I'm forging ahead and trying to expand because the more people that know about it and try it, it's, yeah. it's a tool in their tool belt.
0: It is so worthwhile of a subject. And I'm so glad we connected on this. Honestly, Sean, they realize you know, I, I try to talk with super don behind the scenes like you know how many people in our audience are going to be interested in this it's like i th- i like to think and, and you know you have your own world view and and personal bias and uh, like well i'm not interested in this because i'm not in it but it's like how many people are and how many people are benefiting now since we brought this to their attention i'm thrilled that this is happening and i'm thrilled that, that we've connected to get this word out uh and i and i think in terms of you know, the, the, I know is, you start today, you start yesterday, you start tomorrow, whatever, but start today and the, the impact on your future is already improved the moment you start. And there's so much of that short-sightedness. And that's what we talk about, you know, living in a state of emergency all the time. And what you provide is a way to break, I think, that urgent emergency of breaking the cycle of addiction in a way that uh, if people think that they've tried everything, they, they haven't tried Crave Ticker yet i know because i hadn't heard about it until recently so uh, i'm thrilled that this is an option now
2: well you know it's there's addictions but there's also i've been health conscious for about 15 17 years but about about 10 years ago my girlfriend said check the added sugars on that i'm buying products and she keeps saying check the added sugars so i'm like okay and i never differentiated so now i look at added sugars on everything because that's the damage i mean eating fruit has sugar in it but it comes in with the fiber and your body uses it properly but when you look at added sugars if you're eating more than 36 grams of sugar in a day which is about nine teaspoons of sugar or 150 calories you're said to be overdoing sugar so 36 grams if you just get yogurt which you probably think is great for you you buy some yogurt because you want the probiotics or something that's like 28 grams of sugar in a, in a little container of yogurt. And you're going to eat that whole little container. You've already almost overdone your whole day's worth of sugar in one little snack sitting. So that's what I pay attention to. And I'm not an addict in, uh, of, of anything of any sorts, but I was overdoing it and it affects your energy. It affects you. You know, if you got a little bit of gut weight, you want to get rid of, you can't figure out people run into that brick wall and they're trying to lose weight. They're like, Oh, the last 10 pounds was so hard. Well, we all have to carve some at some, uh, you know, things that we overindulge or just don't know we're even doing. And that added sugars, that that was key for me cutting the last little bit of excess weight or body fat or whatever that I needed to get rid of.
0: If you check out the show notes today, 17 January, 2023, we have a a write up on it, including the dopamine correlation connection to cravings for nicotine for sugar for alcohol for caffeine perhaps even more uh, but get get a start there folks this is as simple as it gets you get to use the discount code still rsb15 there it is super non so got it in the notes today and if you haven't signed up for our newsletter this is where you'll be uh, apprised of all the things that we are uh, making available to you especially at the great price that we have with the discount code rsb15 cravekicker with a k.com and uh, as long as we can get you that i know that You'll probably offer a 10% off if you ever get through this special, but I know that it's helping you to get more sure. attention. So I'm grateful for everybody taking advantage of the deal that you're offering as well. And uh, I want to hear some stories from folks. As you, you know, I know it's still recent and new that we've been talking about this, so there's a lot more to, to learn. Uh, our friend Dawn is, uh, said, our friend of hers is going to start taking Crave Kicker ASAP. So Dawn, I'm sure we'll hear from you on responses. But uh, as uh, Sean has experienced, people really love it and they get more and they share the word, and that's what this is about, that word of mouth ability to help somebody that has been trying and maybe has given up. Say, hey, you haven't tried this. Give it a go. So, uh, Super Don, Sean, anything else you want to cover? i got to cover some more toxicological burdens of today in this hour. Uh, Super Don's got an interesting story about eating fresh fish, interestingly enough.
2: I think we did great. I really appreciate the time again today. Thank you so much.
0: Yep, always good to see you, Sean. Hopefully we'll connect at an event sometime soon. And we do have upcoming events. I think I should mention. And in fact, uh, this is is the next one. Let's see. We're in January. Oh my gosh, Thursday, we're heading out uh, to Nashville, Tennessee for the reawaken America tour. Clay Clark's putting that on. We've got a lot of people to interview at that event. And if you're going, I'd love to see you. Uh, I'll have a booth. We'll be pouring silver and copper shots and giving away some VIP freebie bags and stuff. It'll be fun. And then we have, uh, in February coming up the, Health Freedom Expo is back virtually all the things you might've missed. Even if you went to the one in October in Chicago, Trinity freedom, the virtual one, 18th and 19th of February. And there'll be new information, new presentations, as well as the ones you might've seen and a lot of that you didn't. Trinity freedom, It's like 30 bucks. You get three months of access. It's such a deal. You'll watch it at the, in the leisure of your own home or wherever you are through the Whova app. And again, thanks to Sean, uh, for being with us uh, and supporting us with The Crave Kicker. I love the product. I think it's a fantastic addition to the things we can offer to bring the power to heal back to you where it belongs. So uh, other upcoming events, right after the, uh, let's see, the February uh, virtual uh, Health Freedom Expo, we have the Atlanta slash Buford, Georgia event, Lake Lanier Islands, and that is the Next Steps Conference and Retreat. And if you go to next-steps.info, we'll shift the paradigm together. I hope that you'll plan to be there in person with us. We've got so many awesome people that are going to join us there. And you can check it out, you know, in the upcoming events tab of the show notes, or just go to next-steps.info, use the code rsb 10 to get tickets while you can. They will sell out. And it's a nice retreat, nice resort retreat. And then we have some events coming up in March as well. Actually, the end of March is a big one. March 31st, April 1st, April 2nd. How about hanging out with me and a bunch of my friends like Jamie Dorley, Joe Messino. I'm hoping Tracy Straub will be there and Judy Mikovits as well and more at the Nutritional uh, Frontiers uh, professional training event, Mind, Body, Spirit Restoration. And this is like opening up with some beach time and some pool time (laughs) and some jet skiing, relaxing, chair massages, red light therapy, chiropractic adjustment. I mean, you had me there. You had me at beach time. And so it's a unique way to spend three days together, getting to know one another and learning together as well. So thank you to Nutritional Frontier. Dude, I want some professional training.
1: Is that what this is? Is that what they call that now? Professional training? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Dude, it's great. I love it it's
1: getting better running around on a jet ski to what you're trying to be trying to become a professional jet ski
0: what (laughs) even if i don't jet ski it's going to be fun (laughs) um but those events to get and you know hey hon yeah i gotta go away for the weekend i gotta do some professional training yeah don't i mean come on really
1: kicking back on the beach that's
0: not bad it'll be an ipa for judy mike she's into those uh, also, uh, our friends at Nutritional Frontiers, this has been become a daily regimen for us to add in the EnterDMG Advanced Immune Support. I don't know if you could show me on screen again. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, was, I was professionally training. It's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Here it is. This is uh, the EnterDMG. You can get 15% off every day with the RSB15 code. Supporting the immune system, energy enhancing, supporting brain function and mental activity, improving athletic performance promoting oxygen utilization, supporting lactic acid metabolism during workouts. I mean, this stuff does so much more than we can put on a label, I believe. But you think about the glyphosate issue as well, how it displaces glycine. So this DMG stuff is amazing. And so we put that into the mix, even though, you know, I'm all organic, but you can't control for all exposure, even if you do the best you can. So let's counteract that. And those are the great tools that we can get from Nutritional Frontiers, RSB 15 discount including their certified organic U.S. grown hemp CBD products, which you'll find at cbdnf.com, in addition to nutritionalfrontiers.com. Am I missing any upcoming events? I know we've got some online events uh, to mention as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some, um, there's some online stuff. If you wanted to take a look at those real quick. Mm-hmm. I haven't added any new ones since yesterday, but they are new, so if you didn't happen to be tuned in yesterday. Okay. There's the uh, the new science of healthy elimination. I le- you know, in other words, yes, you know, yes, yes, how to poop right. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, chronic bowel problems. That's actually something very common. Uh, you common. know, irritable bowel syndrome. A lot of people I never deal smoked
0: cigarettes, but I had that. You know,
1: yeah, so. Crohn's disease, things like that. So uh, that is coming up uh, here in just a few days, starting on January 23rd. You can just click on these banners here at the upcoming events page at robertscottbell.com got the body electric which i know is something that you think is really cool. Yes. Uh that's uh January 30th. Then you've got the toxic mold masterclass. Mold is a big deal. Uh that's coming up in February.
0: Mm-hmm. February 27th that's going for a week. Cool. Yep. Excellent, excellent. So, uh we got so many cool things that are happening and and please share the show and sign up for email <clears throat> and particularly the the newsletter that Superdon sends out. I don't know. Did you send them out Which, today?
1: Listen, I have not. Listen, uh, here I, I was doing these every day mm-hmm. and that's what I, ultimately that's what's what, what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got overloaded. Oh boy. And you, so yeah. I had to, I everybody.
0: had to, now it's like a special event when they get them.
1: I had to go on a short hiatus with the, uh, with, with the newsletter. Um, I'm kind of readjusting things with my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it hasn't gone away. Okay. It just, hasn't been out recently i did get one out i think last week yeah. but we'll get back on board
0: okay uh so make sure everybody's plugged in uh our next yep. ama is the 28th of january a saturday noon eastern 9 a.m pacific for those that want to be patron supporters of the show and it's awesome because so many gifts are given that we're able to give back and some of you guys that are at patrons are been given gifts to people we've been having fun trivia giveaways and things oh, yeah. on top of just getting to know one another and answering questions, helping each other out.
1: Give away like seven or eight
0: things last, uh, yeah, that was amazing. Last day, man was amazing. Uh, we got other events coming up February 7th. The villages is hosting a special event to save America with Jonathan E. Mord, February 9th in Palm beach, Florida, February 10th in Orlando, Florida at Casey Creechie's place. And then two of them that I'm planning to go to super D in February, the 18th in Glendale, California, that's uh, near uh, Burbank Hollywood area, and that will be a Saturday event uh, for Jonathan Emord. And then uh, the sixth of March, which is going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona. I'm looking forward to that. Supporting Jonathan Heimord, he uh, is going to make an announcement probably by the end of the month. I'm very, you want to pay attention to this. I'm very excited about what's happening, guys. There's good news out there, and uh, you know we'll, we'll share it with you as often as I can. And so that's uh, at emord4va.com, emord4, forvacom And you guys support him because can you imagine seeing Jonathan Emord on the floor of the United States Senate eloquently pontificating on the limits the Constitution places on government and the danger of the oligarchy? and the important He probably
1: law. knows more about the Constitution than like you took all of them together yeah. and combined them all, right? And he's probably forgotten more than most people know. He'd be like a, he'd be like a, a new and improved version of the, uh, well, I won't say
0: improved. Yeah. I
1: don't know, but yes. a current version of Dr. No, yeah, right? I
0: think so. He, yeah. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll be awesome. So that's exciting. Now, those of you who like fish and I do, like I love fish. Like fish. Now question super D, did you, were you raised going fishing on the weekends with your dad no. or anything? nothing like that?
1: No, which has been very weird because, you know, I moved up here to, uh, to oregon Beautiful and it's like especially in this rural area that i live in and everybody here fishes and hunts and all that stuff like that and every once in a while somebody would be like hey you want to go hunting i'm like no <laughs> i don't i really don't feel like shooting animals okay. you know let's, you know you, you, you ever gone fishing no i've never gotten i mean i think maybe once when i was a kid i took a stick mm-hmm. <laughs> with a piece of string yeah. you know i mean but no i just i don't hunt silly, and i don't fit right? yeah, i just
0: did, not I, did Shemaine man. Nugent know about this? She's going to invite you out, probably.
1: She hasn't asked me that. Okay. Um, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Going out bow hunting with, with Shemaine uh, Nugent?
0: With I think. Shemaine Ted. and Ted Nugent, right? Uh, I yeah. want to see that. I'll meet you there. So uh, this study shows that eating one, just one freshwater fish is equal to a month of drinking contaminated water. Dude. Dude, I know, and I don't know if that's true of every lake in Oregon where you are super deep because there's some.
1: Well, let's see it. what it says here. Yeah. Eating one freshwater fish caught in a river or lake in the United States mm. is the equivalent of drinking a month's worth of water contaminated with PFAS.
0: Mm. Uh, yeah, it's well, it's everywhere, unfortunately.
1: It's, it's, man, you know, it's. I read stuff like this, and I try not to be, uh, you know, discouraged or or depressed. Yeah.
0: Because it's like, what have we done to ourselves? Yeah.
1: What in the world is going on here?
0: Something that is so basic to the history of people in America, fishing. And now if you fish in fresh water, according to this. Fresh water. According yeah. to this, it says uh, they uh, took, let's say, five, more than 500 samples from river, rivers and lakes across the U.S. between 2013 and 2015. The median level of PFAS in the fish was 9,500 nanograms per kilogram. Nearly three quarters of the detected forever chemicals was P- PFOS, one of the most common and hazardous th- of the thousands of PFAS. So that's why they come up with this idea that eating one freshwater fish equal drinking water with Pf- PFOS at 48 parts per trillion per month. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot. I guess the, the, the point that maybe they're trying to make, and the, and the point I've been making for years, is it's not about one time. It's about a consistent influx and inflow over time. A chronic Bio, bioaccumulation right? yeah. and and that's where we look at you know for instance look super Don you know me I'm pretty hardcore on quality of food because of my own illnesses mm-hmm. for the first 24 years of my life when I, when I switched to organic food before there was even non-gmo uh, back in what 1990 I think it was it was 24 yeah about 1990 I was like I gotta change because I'm my livers just shot it's toxic and I wasn't even drinking heavy alcohol I'd stopped that at the age of 19. Uh, for even weekends and so I, I realized learning of homeopathic medicine natural medicine herbal medicine uh, mineral supplementation that you know the, the organs and systems they don't operate by magic <laughs> even though there's magical elements to life itself I acknowledge that the spirit is is incredible however we do need vitamins minerals trace minerals essential fats proteins they they, they don't need to be contaminated with toxins that we don't need for instance we don't have a PFAs, deficiency syndrome or disease. We don't have an FDA approved pharmaceutical drug deficiency disease. All of these things are absurd yet. We continue to pile those things on just because it's there and we're used to it. I was programmed into it. Right. And, and so super D, when I say it matters to eat cleaner, you know, one day, and this is not a happy prediction for anybody in particular, but one day you may wake up and you're like, what's that growing on my arm? Or, you know, what's that, you know, what kind of dysfunction do I have in my body? You're like, well, well, I don't understand what happened. I've been eating the same way my whole life. Well, that's the point.
1: Right.
0: The bioaccumulation. If you overwhelm your body's ability to bind and excrete things that are damaging, inflammatory, and even mutagenic, that is damaging chromosomes, chromosomal integrity, synthetic toxic poisons made by not God, but by man, uh, there's a point at which it manifests. Now, everybody's different. That's why some people are devastated like me in childhood, canary in the coal mine and others, you know, they're 50, 60, 70, 80 or nine. you know, and then suddenly they have this thing after a year. So everybody's different strengths, weaknesses, but you're never, let's say harmed by cleaning up or limiting the exposure mm-hmm. that, which that goes into you, that is harmful to you. Does that make sense? It's so basic, but
1: it does. The, 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 part that is just, you know, it should be, if, we, if this is not eye opening mm-hmm. to, to people that are, are watching or listening to this, uh, you know, yeah. it's like what? What does it take? We've gotten to the point on this planet that if you go to some freshwater stream, you know, I mean, think about it. Yeah. It's like you know what? I'm not going to go buy factory farm fish from Walmart. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do this the right way. I'm going to get a fishing pole yeah. and I'm going to go fish from a from a stream or a lake. Right yeah. now, now to you know to the common person, you'd be like, oh, well, that's the natural. Yeah. Healthy way to do it. But we have gotten to the point, apparently, according to this this research, we've gotten to the point now that that could be viewed as not being healthy. It, you know, it, so what are you supposed to do? Right. You know, it's like at this point, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but we have finally reached a tipping point, it seems like, mm-hmm. on this planet with the food that we eat that you literally cannot go and catch a fish without ingesting toxins. Yeah. So it's like we have to shift from trying to not just eat as clean as possible, which is still a good idea. Yes, But detoxification is literally key for everybody on this planet. Aggressive
0: elimination of bioaccumulation. Correct. And yet we still, whether you're a homeopath, a naturopath, an herbalist, or even a medical doctor that focuses on primarily how do we detoxify or support your detox systems and pathways, you're claimed to be some kind of crazy kook or quack. By the mainstream medical establishment the monopoly which of course is compromised because their conflicts of interest are all about poisoning the body back to health which is absurd why are these people given credence to direct you in your health should we not look to people whether the medical or not who understand and know about toxicology and nutrition wouldn't that be more advisable than here let's add to the toxic burden of your body take this fda approved drug for instance and You know, I think this is so basic that it's absurd that we even have to talk about it. But yet you have the entire, if I can call it that, the leftist uh, agenda, you know, looking at global warming despite evidence of global cooling or climate change, whatever they want to call it. And they're blaming CO2 as the poison when CO2 is what facilitates plant life. And then that plant life produces oxygen instead of looking at the, oh, how about those PFAs? Maybe that's the real issue. Toxicology, global poisoning, not global warming. But remember, the friends that promote global warming are often funded by the global poisoners. The multinational corporations with no allegiance to any nation or state, least of all your state of health, except to facilitate your decline in health so that you come to them for their toxic patented chemicals approved by the Fear and Death Administration. Dude, it's pretty clear, isn't it? I guess not, we still haven't captured much mainstream media attention other than to say we're uh, authors of misinformation and disinformation for actually talking about things that make sense to a fourth grader, but apparently not many medical doctors or PhD so-called experts like the F word, Fauci, or others, you know, the authoritarians within government or media or medicine. Come with me if you want to thrive. Not just live, thrive. This is the kind of place uh, we have some fun talking about it, too. The Robert Scott Bell Show, now in our 24th year of broadcast healing. We've got a whole lot more to do in the second hour. Once again, I want to thank Sean Cohen from Crave Kicker for being on board and giving you that option for breaking the cycle of addictions uh, with Crave Kicker, 15% off with RSB15 code. Hey, in hour two, got a new guest. I don't believe we've ever had her on, A.J. DePriest. She's got some really intense write-ups on some of these issues of conflicts of interest. Blood money in U.S. healthcare. What kind of financial incentives have they given various institutions to keep you hooked and addicted on big pharma, for instance? Globalism. Blood money, federal, uh, what is this, ESSER money? Talking about uh, money funding elementary schools, middle schools and high schools, public schools to do what? Will it be healthy for the body, mind, and spirit of the children being exposed to what that money is funding? I want to know. But first up, how big food captured the world's largest public health and nutrition group? Speaking of poisoning you or nourishing you, we'll get to that in just a moment. Thanks for being here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Please share the show, robertscottbell.com. There's the chat room, and wherever we're not banned, there might be other chat rooms. Join in, chime in. We'll be right back with more powerful healing because the power to heal. Is yours,
1: The Robert Scott, the Bell, Robert Show. Scott Bell Show.
0: Okay, back at it here. I just want to say thanks as well to uh, Babri from Folium PX, F-O-L-I-U-M-P-X. He's also a supporter of Jonathan Emore, by the way, uh, a real patriot, an immigrant coming from, by the way, Tbilisi, Georgia, under the Soviet Union, escaping in the early 70s, going to Israel, now in America, and bringing a phenomenal, very validated antioxidant product called Folium PX in a three-part series that you can try and see extraordinary results if you go to foliumpx.com. RSB 10 is the discount code. If you have any problem with it, um, they might be a little bit behind on programming this stuff. You can always call them. There's a phone number on the website. And this is the stuff that's helping my mom next level, get her back on the dance floor at 88, almost 89 years of age. Uh, so if it can help her, yes, Chernobyl level, antioxidant, binding, radiation, other things that are of concern. And we talk about the bioaccumulation of many things, many disasters that uh, we, we're not even aware of. And so always looking for new ways to help you, to help yourself and help your loved ones and that folium px is amazing so check it out pick up uh the three-pronged series and get started and let me know how you're doing because i'm seeing great great success as well uh also as we uh kick into gear this second hour uh, we were talking about eating you know what we call wild food like in a, in a lake and i don't know if you guys know of a, a pollution free lake let me know let's go fishing but also how about a pollution-free uh nutrition group And think about all the years we were told. Now, I grew up, I'm old enough to remember the four food groups. And I joke about it because for me, it was pizza, hot dogs, Coca-Cola, and potato chips. I was one of the first in my generation to grow up on fast food where it wasn't a delicacy. It wasn't like a treat. Back in the day, oh, let's go to, you know, whatever you say. It was like, wow, it's a rare treat. Now it's become a staple for so many. And much of the fast food industry, of course, is about factory farm foods, chemical additives, all kinds of things you don't want to eat, whether it be fish from a farm, a factory farm or other things, much less trans fats, you know, vegetable oils that denature so quickly become uh, trans fats in, in hydrogenated oils, uh, just disaster for every system in your body. Now the defender is reporting a, an article by Stacy Malkin, how big food captured the world's largest public health nutrition group. So as we evolved from the four food groups, to the MyPlate.gov all the way through the food pyramid, you find out that the information wasn't necessarily rooted in sound scientific or nutritional science, but who lobbied the most to get the best position on the pyramid or the MyPlate? And for those of us that have grown and matured beyond looking to government to solve the problems that government creates, you'll recognize that if the government endorses it, by and large, it's probably not good for you your freedom and this is a 2022 study published in public health nutrition found in the uh, academy of nutrition and dietetics and they, they have a symbiotic relationship with multinational food pharmaceutical and agribusiness corporations and they often act as a pro-industry voice at the expense of public health <clears throat> so we go to the academy of nutrition and dietetics one of the world's largest organizations of food and nutritional professionals we talk conflicts of interest this hour there's a lot when the government is captured and the agencies are captured by industry and pretty much all of those areas are. And it was inevitable because we ignored the limiting factors within our Constitution that would that prohibit something like this, where you'd centralize bureaucracies to the point where it'd be easy for industries to capture one single agency rather than ha- trying to capture illicitly or illegally or through money and other interest. 50 different agencies, much less hundreds of different ones that are done at a local level. Oh, centralize it. It'll save the world. Well, no, not necessarily, but it'll save the profits of industries that don't belong in the marketplace. And if a free market existed, there would be no mRNA shot. Absolutely artificial creation of an emergency and an urgency that was also artificially created. So uh, they got 100,000 credentialed uh, dietitians, nutrition practitioners, students. And, you know, when I realized, that you know, at school lunches, they said ketchup was a vegetable. I started thinking, this is kind of absurd, even before I knew the things I know today. Or when you go to a hospital and the food is worth, worse more dangerous and toxic than the drugs that they prescribe, you're like, where did they come up with that? Oh, dietetics, dietitians. And like the, the word is out on dietitians, and so they tried to change their name to nutritionists. The nutritionists were the ones that didn't fall in line with Monsanto or believe that aspartame is a viable option instead of natural sugars, even as I'm not endorsing refined sugars, but the, the reality is it's not as toxic than the synthetic poisons that they say are sugar substitutes. The Academy has a, a website, I'm not even going to mention it, to promote you know, science-based food and nutrition information. But let's go and see how reliable this Uh, organization is. They have been criticized for connections to ultra-processed food companies, including Coca-Cola, PepsiCo, General Mills, and Kraft, big food. And this 2022 study showed the symbiotic relationship with these multinational food, pharmaceutical, and agribusiness corps. So they're basically a mouthpiece to promote an agenda, not your health, not nutritional supplementation, certainly. I'm going to bullet point a few of these, and then we're going to go to our guest, A.J. Dupree this hour, because she's talking conflicts of interest from government down into the school systems, down to the hospitals, and all of the disasters and deaths that have ensued because of it. What do the Academy's internal documents reveal about their own conflicts of interest? The Academy accepted millions of dollars from food, pharmaceutical, and agribusiness companies and had policies to provide favors and benefits in return. Good pro quo. The Academy and its foundation have invested in ultra-processed food and pharmaceutical companies. Again, you don't have a pharmaceutical drug deficiency. You don't have an ultra-processed foodstuff deficiency. You have a nutrition d- deficiency, and they're not promoting nutrition. Academy leaders have been employed or uh, by or consulted for multinational food, pharmaceutical, and agribusiness corps. The Academy has discussed policies to fit the needs of its food, agribusiness, and pharmaceutical industry sponsors. And we're talking to the tune of hundreds of thousands to millions, depending on who's given the money, from Coca-Cola to Hershey, General Mills to Kellogg and everybody in between. Financial ties to corporations that rely upon the so-called authenticity of the claims made or the recommendations made by these industries, kind of like the American Medical Association. You all know about the AMA, founded in 1847. Why do I know that? because the the Institute of Homeopathy was founded in 1844, three years earlier. And the allopathic profession that would emerge as a monopoly in the 20th century had to establish an organization to wipe out its, its primary competition of homeopathic medicine back in the 19th century. And they succeeded only after gaining a foothold of medical school education. And this was done through the Flexner Report of 1910. Abraham and Simon Flexner were given the report. They went to all the medical schools pretending they were taking surveys and, and they came back with this pre-commissioned, pre-ordained report from the Rockefeller and Carnegie Foundations to basically say, the only legitimate medical schools are teaching the emerging field of patented petrochemicals from oil, which they held a monopoly on. And from there, we went downhill in health. In the 20th century to the 21st, and we're still reliant on drugs and food masquerading as drugs, or drugs masquerading as food, rather than real nutrition. All right, Super D, go ahead.
1: Real quick, we, I, I just you sparked a a memory mm-hmm. in me, and you remember years ago, my dad had a stroke. Yes, and I went down to help my sister, brother in law, take care of him, um, but I was in the hospital with him, mm-hmm. and uh, they brought in a tray. And on the tray was a little carton. And on the side of the carton, it said, health shake. And I was like, oh, well, yeah. now, you know, working with you, I've become far more critical about things <laughs> over the years. Sorry and I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a look and see what's in this health shake, right?
0: Yeah, please. Do you, tell. Do you remember this? I, took I a, do remember you covering I took that, a
1: picture yeah. of this.
0: Mm-hmm. You still have it? Home and only- this is yeah. what
1: they give to people oh. who have strokes in the hospital.
0: Look at these Factory ingredients. Farmed. skim milk. High fructose GMO corn syrup. Corn oil, also from GMOs. Uh, man, this is a mess. Soy, soy, protein, soy protein. Also yeah. genetically modified.
1: And then high fructose corn syrup on top of that.
0: GMO, right? You know, yeah. Artificial flavors. Titanium dioxide, because good Lord, we we all need more titanium <laughs> dioxide in our diet. Yes. yes. AJ Prey says frankenfood. Yeah, it's an yeah. accurate name. Absolutely. Synthetic magnesium oxide. Synthetic uh, C carrageenan. Uh, binding agents. I mean, we go on and on. And all the forms that would not be h- really helpful, even though they say, hey, look, we added stuff like folic acid, which is the wrong form to ingest. Folate is the right mm-hmm. form. And synthetic uh, vitamins as well. And yeah. This was the health
1: shake that they gave to my dad when he had a mm-hmm. stroke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I nothing is, needs to be the, said. I mean, it's just. This is not nutrition. This, th- these are synthetic pharmaceutical agents masquerading as food and superfoods. And we have energy bits, by the way, for the, you guys haven't checked that out. Energy bits, 20% off RSB 20, uh, clean chlorella, third-party validated, uh, chlorella and also uh, spirulina. The stuff's awesome. Use the d- discount code RSB 20. You'll be happy to do one little, uh, one of those compressed tablets are tiny. It's like a whole plate of full of organic vegetables in nutrition. So real food for sustenance. And that's another edition here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. So Superfood,
1: super nutrition.
0: So let's go to a, a, another superstar of investigation. A.J. DePriest, he's been a healthcare policy analysis, analyst. I just made that word up, analysis. And researcher since the early 90s. She's got some track record, too. We started long ago as well. She was a founding member of Montana Project HEAL Health Education Alliance. And she successfully repealed the state's government-run socialized health care laws and replaced them with comprehensive market-based legislation. I like her. She's good. Uh, she's done even more than that. 30 years later, in January of 2021, she founded Tennessee Liberty Network, a Tennessee-based think tank. And they're doing great work there in Tennessee. And we could all adopt some of the things she's been doing. And more recently, and this is what we want to talk to her about, the exposure of this thing called ESSER three funding ties to COVID-related mandates in U.S. schools and also incentives to hospitals? How many people are, are needlessly being propagandized to death, and I mean that literally, by what's happening here? Conflicts of interest abound. AJ DePriest is here to reveal them. AJ, welcome to the Robert Scott Bell Show. Thank you,
3: Robert. It's so nice to be here.
0: Super Don, are you hearing the audio clipping here? Did you guys test it out?
3: Yeah, we did.
0: Okay, I just want to m- not miss any of your words because the research you're doing is so thorough and important. I, I yeah, just
1: do me a quick favor, uh, AJ. Just just uh, okay. go out, close the browser, go out, open the browser, and come back in. And I think that might
0: fix the problem. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, no These no, things AJ's happen. A, AJ's just, a rock star. I computers, internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been hanging in there.
1: Um, yeah, we tested it earlier and everything was great. So, yeah, so this I, is have not a feeling, I have a feeling this is what will we'll fix the problem.
0: Okay. It's like hitting the TV back in the if day. If
1: not, then we'll have her reboot the computer and then, so, you know, yeah, we, we'll you know the routine.
0: No, but you I'm really looking forward to, to what AJ has to say here. She's got two articles in Superdome. You've hooked them up into the uh, show notes today. Robert's what they
1: are. They're PDFs. And so if yeah. you go over to the website uh, and you go into the show notes, you will see uh, images of the PDFs. You just click on them and it'll take you right to the PDF.
0: Very good. All right, AJ, I hope and pray this is going to work. And uh, once again, I'll- can you hear me? Yes. Yay.
3: I mean, we just tested this a couple hours ago and it worked and then it doesn't yeah. yeah.
0: work. <laughs> <So. laughs> well, thank you for disconnect. We, we seem to be good to go. So you've been you've been observing some of the things we've been talking about this hour. And I think it's related, even though it's not the same thing. And, and the thematic yeah. elements here we've been covering for decades, in fact, on this show. It sounds like you've been doing this kind of research for decades. So I, I respect you immensely. Uh, you know, what do you want to share to begin?
3: Well, I, I love this article that you posted about the, the dietitians because I mean, it just, it just screams conflict of interest. And anytime we read articles like this and we see things like science-based and it's, and it's in bed with big pharma, big med, big tech, mm-hmm. uh, big government, then we know it's not really science-based. And, and if you look at this, what's at stake for our health, all of the increasing rates of cardiovascular disease type 2 diabetes weight gain obesity cancer dementia all those all cause morbidity conditions mm-hmm. they're they're just creating customers for the people who give them money and that's really kind of where tennessee liberty network wanted to start with research to find out you know where covid money was going and what they were funding with all the COVID money relief really, from the CARES Act through yeah. the CRRSA Act, which both uh, came under Trump. And both of those were signed by every Republican in Congress. And then, of course, the ARP Act signed by Biden and signed by every Democrat in Congress. So, I mean, w- one of the things that we wanted to do is find out why things were happening the way they were, not just mm-hmm. in public schools, but also Um, in our healthcare system and especially in
2: hospitals.
0: Well, that's why we have the it's called the follow the money series. And we've linked up directly those PDFs on those two articles I mentioned. I want to hear more about. Uh, Also, you know, (laughs) excuse me. I'm sorry. I can tell that you're free market oriented. You're not looking for a government solution to the problem that government facilitates and creates. And that's, again, a level of maturation that I don't often see in people who mean well, but don't have they haven't studied this as well as you have.
3: Yeah, well, when when I lived in Montana 30 years ago, and we were building a, a health systems library to help educate Montanans about what's the difference between government-run healthcare and market-based healthcare, um, we we studied healthcare systems all over the world, and we built a library based on that data, and um, so we know what happens to private systems and especially to healthcare when the government gets involved. Um, The only way that they can sustain is by rationing healthcare and by implementing what's called global budgets where, for instance, Tennessee would be set up in probably five or six districts and each district would receive X amount of dollars to cover all the citizens within that district. And if you're a person who needs, you know, uh, several organ transplants, or um, if you're an older person and you need um, a joint replacement you're not going to get those things because according to the actuarial tables you're not going to live long enough for them to to, to benefit them and so you're going to be denied those services and we see that all over the world where we've seen single-payer government-run health systems people are either um, they're either rationed health care mm-hmm. or they're denied care entirely because that's the only way that a government can run healthcare and have it be profitable for them.
0: And A.J., in the example you gave of somebody needing a joint replacement, the irony is uh, government-sanctioned medical monopolies, including the nutritionists that are not nutritionally oriented, have facilitated the degradation of the joint that now needs replacing. That's right. When when I say the most dangerous thing you can have in America, even though it's not officially a single-payer system, it's really good medical insurance. Because everything they do to you is toxic, poisonous and and debilitating, even right, if they right. mean well and, and maybe are appropriate in emergency trauma interventions. But outside of that, run. If you can, yeah. if you have a joint that works, get out because they'll it's poison it. you to death with the food in the hospital.
3: Well, and, and the really terrible, sad part of, of it is that people still trust their doctors, who we now know are basically glorified pharmaceutical reps when they right. graduate from medical school and then they just basically create every every business you work for, every school you go to, every doctor you see, everything you do in life now, basically you're you're helping them create a customer for the next step, which is, you know, mostly mostly the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, wow. they don't treat symptoms. They put you on a drug which mm-hmm. then creates side effects so you'll let you'll need more drugs
0: yeah exactly aj you're you're in you're in tennessee currently yes
3: yes i moved to tennessee back in um 1999 from montana Before
0: everybody figured out it was a cool place to live (laughs)
3: yeah Yeah. don't come here it's terrible
0: horrible now but uh i'm going to be in in the nashville area uh we have a big event the reawaken america tour and i'll be broadcasting and interviewing i don't know if you're going to be in the area to connect there I know that we look forward to eating at that place in Franklin. There's this organic restaurant. I forget the name of it. It's a health food store slash restaurant that.
3: Oh um, yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's a highlight of yeah, the trip Yeah, uh, So that will be there. I don't know if you're going to be around in that weekend coming up. It's this weekend, in fact, Friday and Saturday. That's happening.
3: Yeah. Um. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm not so much in this health care and freedom fight as mm-hmm. much as I was. Um, my mother, my elderly mother, I moved here, her to Tennessee mm. from Oklahoma, and she is COVID vaccine injured. Oh. She it, it decimated her immune system, and um, mm. she recently had a hip transplant, and she is sick literally all oh, the time. Okay. So, oh. my um, my primary job these days is taking care of her, and mm. and so I'm I don't do many events you can't get out too
0: much based on that I'm so i sorry. really i really yeah. don't
3: and i'm fine yeah. with that because uh, liberty network is now under the leadership of this wonderful woman named jillian higgins and um, she was with tennessee liberty network almost from the beginning so she's kind of the boss now and they're working on a lot of research in in many areas that i'll tell you about um but um when we started we were really interested in what the heck was going on in schools you know with the masking mm-hmm. and when we started picking apart the cares act uh, early in 21 when we we started in january 21 so we started picking apart the cares act and um and we really couldn't find a lot of bad in the cares act regarding education you know there were sr1 funds Um, that went to schools all over the United States and there were no strings attached to CARES Act money for the schools. It it looked good. It helped schools implement a lot of um, remote learning capabilities that frankly most schools didn't have in the United States. So they spent a lot of the money on that and for meal programs for kids. Unfortunately, probably not very healthy meals, but they did things like that. And then the CRRSA Act um, came out in December of 2020, also uh, signed by Trump, and that released the ESSER II funding, also no strings attached, and it was a supplement to the CARES Act. So it was, it was more money, almost twice as much money that went to schools to help them um, get on their feet with kids who were learning at home. Mm-hmm. But one of the problems that they had, the government had, with kids learning from home was that parents could then see what their kids were learning so by the time biden took office and the arp act was signed in march of 21 esser 3 funding was released and two-thirds of the esser 3 money money and we're talking a huge amount of money more money than the federal government has ever given to schools ever in the history of federal giving to schools but They gave two thirds of that money with no strings attached, but then at the end of March, when the ARP Act was signed, they knew that at the end of April, a month later, they were going to release what was called the interim final requirements to get the final third of that giant pile of money, schools were going to have to submit these plans and the state level education office would have to submit plans explaining how they would comply with these interim final requirements. Now, everything that we saw happening starting early in 2021 with the masks and the quarantines and the isolation and the covid testing and the covid vaccine vaccination clinics in schools and even even the social emotional learning push that we started seeing in schools, the critical race theory. Also, um, a lot of other uh, really things that were quite dangerous, um, improvements to HVAC systems that I know Children's Health Defense, they did a great article on Grenard Pure, which is an air purification additive that a lot of schools started spending SR3 money to use to improve their air quality in schools it's very toxic very dangerous but they used esser 3 money to pay for that so in order to get that final third of the esser 3 giant pile of money schools all over the united states had to show how they were going to comply with these interim final requirements and that's when we started digging for how much were the schools getting and we were able to not only find the state plans Mm -hmm. signed by every state superintendent of education committing to these requirements on behalf of the state. But we found every school district, we found every one of their plans, we found their money trail, how much they were getting, um, the demographic breakdown for all their schools so we could figure out how much per student they were getting, and their exact commitments in writing to how they would comply with these things. And so throughout 2021, when when we saw all these things happening in school and we saw parents just weeping at school board meetings, teams of studies on them about the ineffectiveness of masks and the danger of masks and, and nothing was happening. And it's because if the school wanted that money, they yeah, had, they to, had comply.
0: to comply. Yeah. yeah, the strings, folks, when you get money from government, it always comes with strings. Right. it's not freedom <laughs> it's nope. a form of incentivized slavery and you think wow it's free no ain't, ain't, you know the old saying, ten staffel there ain't no such thing as a free lunch didn't That's your mama right. tell you that teach you that but we've got too many people that have not been taught that and uh, of course by uh, victimizing the people of planet earth much less the people of the us you begin to have them believe that there is no hope that they can't do it themselves, they can't you know, lift themselves up by their own bootstraps or cooperate with others to help them, and they must l- lean on a centralized bureaucracy that prints money out of thin air to indebt you and enslave you to a debt that can never be repaid nor questioned, according to one of the constitutional amendments, interestingly enough. Now, these PDFs that we have here in the notes, Don, go ahead and show them because they're very detailed in terms of you tracking the money trail. This is not something I've seen before. Uh, this was brought to my attention, AJ, and and, and uh, I think this is profound. You see, this follow the money series. There's blood money in U.S. healthcare. That's one of them. And this was the financial incentives there. And then the second one was the Esser money you were talking about in public schools. And then it mandated the let's say the woke I would say ideology even or mandatory masking, all the distancing, all the things that, that parents began to realize this is wrong. You got to stop it, and they wouldn't. Because the money that they were getting addicted to fast, the free money, so to speak, was not free, and the price was enslaving your children, harming your children, degenerating and degrading them, and ignoring you as parents. And so that has increased, thankfully, the role of homeschooling in in America, which is inevitably necessary as well. The separation of education and state might, you (laughs) know— That may, may need to be put in the Constitution because when we see the state takes over education, what happens? It's not the enhancement of people other than raising a, a, a slave class, a slave mentality, a victim mentality. At this point, the equity training is all about instituting communism by any other name, whether it be uh, through environmentalism, which is not really concerned about the actual damage to the environment I mentioned earlier today in terms of toxicology. It's about CO2, which sustains plant life, which produces oxygen. You know, so the very thing that sustains life, they claim it to be a toxic poison has to be reduced. And then they want to stop the, the utilization of things that facilitate the feeding of people. So that would result and result in the death of perhaps billions of people, starting now with the soft kill of what I call the mRNA COVID jabs, which are have not been validated for safety or efficacy. They're now admitting it, but they're still in charge. How weird is that?
3: So do you want to talk about the um healthcare the healthcare paper that we wrote?
0: I think so. I mean, as detailed yeah. as you went on the on the uh public school system. Good lord. We've yeah. been covering the healthcare debacle, but you've probably got some points to add into the mix.
3: Yeah, I mean, everything was really tied together in this COVID relief money. Just trillions of dollars in COVID relief money. And um and after we dug into the ESSER funding and laid out all the evidence showing what schools were getting, um, to promote these and and to comply with these requirements. Uh, It woke a lot of people up. We we established 50 state groups in Telegram to drop all the evidence documents for every state. And and people can go to our Telegram group and put in their state and they can um, join that group and then get links in that group uh, to all the evidence. They can find their their district, they can find out how much money they made, they can look at the plans, they can see what they committed to in writing and see what their district superintendents did. Now, I'll also note really quick that, you know, most school board members, people would stand up and scream at school board members, but what we found over the last couple of years is that very few school boards really knew what was going on. They, They, most of them didn't know how much money they were getting in ESSER money. They didn't know about the requirements or the plans that were being submitted by their district superintendent. So people were really yelling at the wrong people. They needed to be confronting their state education commissioner and their district superintendent because those are the people, the buck stops with them. So if you want to know, you can go to our uh, ESSER group on Telegram, put in your state Our great admins will put you in the state group and then you can start learning about your own district. SR4 money is coming. And if SR3 brought these kind of draconian, horrible requirements, I can only imagine what SR4 money is going to bring. It's going to probably be even more money than SR3, which was a ridiculous pile of money but the requirements are going to be much worse and so every single parent if you have kids in school and not just public school not just public schools it's also private schools it's christian schools it's colleges and universities so you can't just think that you know your kids are going to be okay and all this is over with if they take the masks off worse is coming and we know it because the government can't help themselves so but, um, AJ,
0: when you when you relate what you relate and it's you know i'm looking at the facts here it's just as bad as you say i don't want to leave people with the impression that they can't do anything i mean i don't oh, know yeah. if you want to either perhaps there's some discussion of you know if this s or four is coming is it too late to stop and if that's the case then what do we do instead of trying to stop something that can't be stopped
3: Parents need to organize in their district. They must organize. They must go to their stu- superintendent, their governor, their state education commissioner. They need to demand that they say no to this federal money. There was a time in America when when the federal government didn't give money to public schools. And what did we do? I mean, the kids didn't starve to death. Honestly, education was better then kids learned the basics. They our education standards were much higher. But the more federal money they started taking, the dumber our students became. The harder it became to get good teachers who wanted to teach the basics in education. So you have to organize you have to confront these issues and you can refuse the federal money there have been plenty of districts in america several in texas i think there were almost 70 municipalities in texas that said no to covid relief money and it released them from all the requirements not just from their schools But their hospitals, their business, all those COVID mandates, um, forcing the shot on employees, all of those mandates, the people who said no to that COVID relief money, they were free from that. And cities can do it. An entire state can do it. But even down on a city level and on a school district level, you can say no to that money. And then that will release you from those requirements tied to the money.
0: Well, again, these are practical tips that uh, we can't hear enough about as far as what can be done. Uh, obviously, uh, I believe the best would be to, home, to homeschool. I recognize not everybody's up for it, and so we, if we go to the second best, we think of private schools. But to your point, many of them have been compromised by this money. Very few are rejecting it, and and most disappointingly, religious schools have you know adopted the acceptance of this money that uh, you know can. Basically, takes them out of uh, their beliefs and theology, and they they begin to teach uh, government, you know, as savior, a secular uh, danger, if you will, uh, political saviors, which don't exist in reality, but in belief, people, you know, prop these folks up, and they take the money that they think is free and 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 without strings, and they become trapped in a devastatingly dangerous scenario that we're, that is playing out right now in the United States across the board. All the way down to the localist of local schools. So, uh, what you're doing is incredible. The research you're doing, and and all the while taking care of your mom. By the way, I want to say this. Uh, last week, we had my friend Tracy Straup on, and um, Judy Mikovits dropped in for a bit as we were heading to a conference together that week in Florida. And she has uh, uh, they're establishing a uh, six part online series to help uh, undo the damage to the best of our ability, or to manage the damage that has occurred safely. Uh, from COVID jabs, the adverse effects of those COVID jabs because they're unlike any previous vaccinations. They're not like just detoxifying things. Right. So uh, there's good opportunity out there to learn. And I mentioned uh, the big event from Nutritional Frontiers coming up, a three-day event at the end of uh, March, the beginning of April in Clearwater Beach. And and for those of you who are healthcare providers and want to learn how to do these things and integrate and help folks, um, there are numerous opportunities when we get together to do that. So I just wanted to add that into the mix for AJ, for your mom and for others that are out there suffering, and we'd like to find ways to help them uh, get well, despite a lot of obstacles and, and uh, things we've never encountered before.
3: Right. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people need it. It's unbelievable how many people are injured. And, you know, remember the ticker we used to see on the news every single day showing COVID deaths? Yeah. We don't see that anymore regarding COVID shot deaths or injuries. no. no yeah Yeah, yeah.
0: it's 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 sad but of course those that have put their faith in government is misplaced Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not a new story in america it should be the foundational starting point for everybody in america but we've lost that with government uh, education which is indoctrination that teaches the glory of government rely on government and that only government can save you and yet it's the thing that has been used against you to create the disaster that we're witnessing right now if it weren't for government sanctioned medical monopolies Mm -hmm. They couldn't have gotten away with what they got away with. They admit now that maybe 90% of COVID cases were not really COVID cases, or at the very least people didn't die of COVID. They died with it, which we pointed out right away in the midst of it all. And we were canceled and deplatformed and banned and derided. And now they're admitting it and no apologies forthcoming, nor are they stepping aside of embarrassment because they're clearly not the authorities or the authoritarians. And uh, we would, uh, you know, continue to ask for your help, everybody to share the show. Because we're not getting pharmaceutical funding, uh, we're not being shared by the mainstream media. They want to see us stop our, our, you know, communication. We covered that story earlier in the day. That you know, FDA head and former FDA heads have gotten together to say we've got to stop this misinformation. And of course, they're the purveyors of that misinformation.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really thankful for people like you and and um, and our good our good joint friend um, Kimberly um, with Nurse Freedom Network because. Yeah. We know, we know my, my greatest solace is knowing that a lot of people get that first shot and then they don't get any more. So they really have, they really lost a lot of people who just decided they weren't going to get another one after that first one. So I take great solace in that. And if it wasn't for people like you and Kimberly and all the other great warriors out there with, with your, your vast following, uh, people wouldn't know, they wouldn't know better. So thank you for that.
0: And and thank you to you because of what you're researching and putting out there. Maybe more people will come along and say, my gosh, this is a, this is quite a racket and it's not an accident. It's not a theory. These are conspiracies that are happening right out in the open. If you'll just dig and AJU and your group has dug very well to get this information out to the people, even though it can be overwhelming. And I'm amazed. I don't know. My brain hurts thinking about all you went through to get this out.
3: Well, we went through a lot of personal pain to, to put out the healthcare white paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, what hurts me the most now is that I'm still hearing about people murdered in hospitals, still.
0: Yeah, still happening. Three
3: years in after we know what's been going on in hospitals. Um, you know, when when we started digging into the CARES Act and really didn't find a lot of bad things in there um, regarding public education, we did find horrific things related to hospitals and healthcare, mm-hmm. and um, that was probably the hardest of all because in 2020, before I even started Tennessee Liberty Network, um, I was already involved in. Um, you know, just hearing the stories of what was happening in hospitals. And and with a background in healthcare, I was very interested in why this was happening. And so with, with a great team of researchers with Liberty Network starting in January of 21, and we started digging into the, the CARES Act money and where that went, that's when we really discovered the, the evil of the CARES Act and what that did. I think probably the most important thing about the research was was finding out what the public health emergency did. And early in 2020, when Trump signed the first public health emergency, the PHE, that's been renewed every three months since then. Even though there hasn't been a public health emergency in, in a couple of years, at least now, they keep perpetuating that. And people need to understand why, because the PHE, um perpetuates a lot of other things, as long as there is a public health emergency in effect in the United States. Um, the hospitals get the really big reimbursements from CMS for COVID treatment in the hospitals, the NIH protocols specifically. Um, in our white paper, we cover the reimbursements that hospitals get for the NIH protocol, the, um, the remdesivir, the baricitinib, the mix of, um, of sedatives that have, that have killed many, many people, use of the ventilators. All of those things award hospitals huge payouts if they follow them explicitly. That's why there was was no talk of ivermectin, no HCQ, no high dose vitamin C, and a lot of hospitals, not even proning, not even proning, because they wanted to follow those NIH protocols specifically so they would get the big payouts from CMS. And as long as there's a public health emergency, CMS Mm -hmm. is paying out those big bucks to hospitals. Mm -hmm. There's also two 20% bonuses that hospitals get for following that NIH protocol. Not one, but two 20% bonuses on top of the bill. But the, the PAG also mm-hmm. perpetuates um, the, um, uh, the uh, what, what is it called, the PREP Act. It's yes. It's the, the legal liability for it anybody. Heals,
0: it shields the manufacturers of those shots and jabs.
3: And as long as there's a PHE, the PREP Act is in effect.
0: And guess what would it be eliminated if the PHE went away, PCR Uh, tests? Yeah, the the COVID shots.
3: And and, you know those testing kits that you see everywhere? You notice how you're not really seeing them much anymore? Mm-hmm. If you look at the box, it clearly says on the box that those are for EUA use only, emergency right. use authorization only, and it's, only when there is a public health emergency. Once the PHE ends, if it, ends yeah. if it ever
0: ends, those
3: tests will disappear from the market, never be seen again.
0: The point is, and doctors, I'm embarrassed for you, PhD researchers, I'm embarrassed for you endorsing this. These tests have never been standardized and fully validated. They are emergency use authorization only, they have not been standardized, they have not been validated, and they've been used to destroy the lives of millions of people around the world, literally and figuratively, and all because of an emergency. And under an emergency, the rule of necessity kicks in, and if you've not heard me say this, the rule of necessity knows no law. It knows no limitation, it no longer acknowledges a constitution, and there is no escape clause in the constitution for a declared public health emergency. That's and yet right. they're getting away with it because the people let them.
3: That's right. That's right. And it's and the people perpetuating the public health emergency every three months, um, there's evidence of this, I believe, in the white paper showing the organizations behind perpetuating mm-hmm. that PHE mm-hmm. is the American Hospital Association.
0: Profiting off of the uh, emergency. That's Conflicts right. of interest. Right. Does that matter to you? Hey, AJ, uh, God bless you for what you've done and what you continue to do in Tennessee. I'm so sorry, you know, your mother's in, in that state. Hopefully we can get her some help as well. And, uh, you know, should you desire to get out and, and about again, as much as you're tied down to helping her and God bless you for that as well. Uh, what you've done is extraordinary. And I urge you, if you haven't, all of you look at these PDFs that we've got printed up or, or published here at robertscottbell.com and, and get on over to the organization that you've helped establish the Tennessee Liberty Network and support them. Uh, is there anything else people can do? Um,
3: you know, just um, be a good advocate. If you know somebody who's going into the hospital for any reason, make sure that, um, that you are with them 24-7 in that hospital. Don't let your loved ones go into the hospital alone. We yes. have another website. It's called the Um, and it has a we haven't been able to update it because GoDaddy shut us down and we're not able to edit the site anymore. But there's some good advice on there about what to do to be a good advocate Um, because it's still Mm -hmm. happening. The hospitals Mm -hmm. are still getting the money. And so it's up to us to protect the people we love who have to go into the hospital for any reason.
0: Stay out of the hospitals. You know, that's again, another reason why we added at the back of the book, Ty and I wrote, uh, Unlock the Power to Heal. Uh, how to care for yourself. First day, the kind of stuff we learned on the frontier that we had. There were no doc in the box and hospital emergency rooms. We took care of a lot of things without integ- having to go to these facilities that end up harming you or killing you. Uh, so please take care to learn the things that our ancestors knew. Funny, we are so advanced and we've forgotten to do the basics, and we've turned our bodies over to a group of you know pharmaceutical conflicts of interest, hospitals, etc., to our detriment, not our benefit. So. Uh, AJ, thanks for being on board today. I appreciate all that you're doing.
3: Oh, so nice to finally talk to you. It's been a long time since I first met you and heard of you. So it's really nice. Thank you for yeah, what you AJ.
0: do. AJ DePriest, uh, you check her out. Links are up in the show notes at Uh We have uh, uh, one more article here to cover before we go into the bonus round. And it's a bit of a uh, you know a good news story. And I, I would say a mo- we used to call these moments of duh. I don't know if this would qualify, Super Don. Moment of duh. Regular visits to green spaces linked to lower use of certain prescriptions. That is, going out in nature is like good for you. (laughs) May uplift the spirit. Maybe you don't need an SSRI drug or an anti exolytic drug or anything like that. Research in forest-rich Finland studied responses of 16,000 residents of Helsinki, Espoo, and Vanta. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. And what did they find? Frequent visits to nature. Cities, parks, forests, gardens—they reduce prescription med use. Drugs for depression, anxiety, insomnia, blood pressure, asthma were not dependent on people's educational income le- level. I mean, getting into nature—good lord, how simple is that? But no, 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 come to the hospital—we'll save your life. We'll put so you. So here's on.
1: the money shot. You got to scroll down just a little, bit about halfway through the article. Okay. Uh, And it says here, compared with less than one weekly visit, visiting three or four times weekly was associated with an odds ratio of lowering the use of mental health medications by 33%, Mm -hmm. blood pressure meds by 36%, and asthma ones Mm -hmm. by
0: 26%. Wow. And people think asthma is triggered by being in nature?
1: That's pretty significant.
0: Yeah. That is huge. Folks. The natural world, the creator of the universe, set the stage for healing in the natural world, in creation. And yet we tend to live so artificially and wonder why we're so sick and why we grab more artificial things to manage the sickness created by artifice. Man's arrogance, ignorance perhaps, but arrogance more or less by the authoritarians that try to lead us into more better living through synthetic chemistry which was the mantra that, you know, the 20th century. And we continue to play it out in the 21st as we have a perpetual state of emergency that leads us not back to nature, but leads our arms into the needles of big pharma. Now, many are awakening and seeing through this. It's true. But a lot of people are dying and seriously damaged and injured on the way there. Perhaps that's by design. I don't know. But if we believe in agency and choice, what does it take? to get us to make a better choice. We talked a bit about addiction the last hour with Sean Cohen about Crave Kicker and there, you know, there are people, some people never kick the addiction and they go to their grave with the addiction. Others for whatever purpose, maybe it's a love of a child or a grandchild, or maybe they find self love, the love of God, and it opens them up to the gifts of healing, you know, whether it be something simple like that, a natural botanical or otherwise to help break the cycle. But all of these things, I think they stem from our, if I say loneliness, I don't even mean it in terms of human-to-human contact, although I encourage that, but our disconnect from the source of all of our happiness, all of our sustenance, that which created us all, whether you call it God, whatever. But it's a spiritual crisis leading us not only to addiction, but even addiction to man's arrogance, thinking that, well, we're sick, then we have to go to a doctor because he has a medical degree and he knows more than me or you about health and healing when nothing they're invested in actually begets health and healing. Yes, crisis intervention in a true crisis, but outside of that, even the food they give you and the drugs they give you may not be necessary. You know, if we integrate arnica and other herbs to reduce inflammation and swelling without resorting to toxic poisons to the liver and the immune system. In recovery, so again, significant study here. I think the Jerusalem Post posted this one. Um, but would it be a moment of duh? Would that qualify super non in the history of the Robert Scott Bell Show? No. Dang, damn it!
1: That Why is not a moment, so <laughs> a moment of duh. I'm sorry. A moment of duh.
0: Just because,
1: just because you know it, already know it, and other enough. people must be stupid. Because no. they don't understand it, <laughs> does not make it a moment of duh. That's a moment of ego.
0: Well, the medical, the, mo- the medical morons I'm talking about. They, a, they a, should a moment it. of duh, right?
1: Well, see, no, but, but see,
0: here's the thing: most people.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, it's the break time, but most so people. Yeah, right. we can spare a minute for me to okay. Go ahead. Pontificate. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, most people. If you said, "Listen, uh, going out to nature is yeah. good for you," they probably yeah. be like, "Yeah, okay." Mm-hmm. But really, I mean, the detail that's, that's significant in this story is that it, re, it, it makes it so people don't have to take blood pressure medication or yeah. d- antidepressants or something like that. I think that's an interesting thing, and it's significant.
0: I think that's Saying dumb. that, Come hey, on. walking
1: around in nature is good for you. Okay, yes. If that's all it was about, yeah. if it stopped there, then yes. How many people
0: have had that experience, though? They got out of nature, and they're like, oh, blood pressure's down.
1: Uh. I don't
0: feel depressed anymore.
1: I don't know. Actually, the thing I, th- I think, we, you know, people that read this article, what they should do, if you happen to be somebody who's on antidepressants or blood pressure medication, yeah. you should go see your doctor and you should take this article, take the study with you and go, look, mm-hmm. I want you to prescribe me a trip to the beach. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I'm prescribing more of these pills. Listen, you know, let's try this. You know, what, what's the doctor going to say? Ah, uh, if your doctor, listen, if you do that and your doctor says, oh, you're full of crap, that doesn't work,
0: mm-hmm. find a new doctor he's full of crap. He's not going he's, at all. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, let's take a break. Thanks to AJ DePriest again for being on board today. Thanks to Sean Cohen as well from Crave Kicker and all of those that support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. God bless you. I love you. Appreciate you. And you can join us on Patreon. Uh, we have our AMAs once a month. Next one's 28th of January. That's a Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And we meet via Zoom, so we get to see one another, help one another. It's a lot of fun. And I hope that you'll participate. We get to give back as well to you when we do those things as well. So thanks for being here. Uh, We got a lot more healing to go, but we're out of time, except for the bonus round in about 60 seconds from now, for those listening or watching live, because the power to heal is yours. Hmm. All right, Super D, bonus round. I noticed that uh, even as I've recovered this uh, past week, I'm not all back yet, and I've got to head out Thursday. I'm a little nervous. I need to take some more quiet time mm-hmm. and just relax. Although I did finally get back into the gym today, I really needed it. I needed the lymphatic movement. I needed movement. Yeah. And and uh, I didn't push myself too hard, but it was a good workout, and uh, I'm still okay. But dude, I'm feeling stuff linger. And so I'm having to bump up everything uh, even more. So it's like, you know how I'm feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Hey, that's awesome. And, I love that. Yeah, we can't it, feel both bad at the same time. I'll
1: tell you, um, I, you know, I, I do the cardio Miracle every day. Yes. And religiously, I probably do more than I need to <laughs> uh, just because I just, yeah, I, I'm one of those guys who doesn't, I, man, I, you know, I don't hold back on most of things I do. You're all in. It's, I'm just, you know, we, here, take one. Okay. I'll take two. Now yeah. I made that mistake with the crave kicker. Don't yes, take sir. two.
0: You had a good experience. Please don't take
1: right? two. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Not uh but the listen, the crepe kicker, you know, when we were talking with Sean, mm-hmm. um you know, all talking about the addictions and things like that. Yeah, you know, and and the science uh, backs that up uh for anybody who isn't trying to beat an addiction. It's great. Hmm. I I mean, I I use it when I'm working. Uh, I haven't had one today, but when I'm working or if I've got a big project that I need to work on and stuff, it works great for focus and for, it's not an energy like caffeine energy, but it's like a, like a, a it's a subtle, but powerful. If that even makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm trying to figure it, you know, it's, it's not like, bam, oh man, you know, I, I'm, I'm crawling the walls, but it's like a natural, like real uplifting feeling that, that carries you through what it is that you're trying to do and Mm -hmm. it's it's just and i need focus i need help with focus
0: (laughs) i do speaking of focus so it's yeah i just realized it's it's lisa hill's birthday today i want to say happy birthday from happy birthday lisa hill and silver right global she also helps out with our cardio miracle and we still have to
1: give away that pillow
0: i don't know i can't keep up with and i know you can't keep up with it i don't know how we're gonna remember we've got to do this giveaway can we do it tomorrow yeah. What do we have in the first hour? I want to knock this thing out in the first hour. All right, hour, hold on. Is that possible? Let's, Let's take a look that in, And sure. then, I,
1: then I want to finish my point. Okay. Um, Calendar tomorrow.
0: Yes. And I need to contact Lisa if she can be with us to do it. That'd be great. Uh,
1: we have got, looks like, yeah. I mean, we've got uh, Dr. Latipo in hour one and Ty Bollinger in hour two. Let's do it in the Ty Bollinger hour.
0: All right. Whatever. Yeah. I, want, I just yeah, want to knock fine. it out sometime. When, yeah, I'll, when I'll make a note out of it. it. When is Latipod scheduled? Hour one. I know when in hour one. Do we have a full-on details? It's locked a out for the
1: full hour. So. Okay. That's huge. We could do yeah. it at the end of hour one. Why don't we just do it with Ty? Ty can can, uh, can do it with <sighs> us. We'll see.
0: I, I just want to knock it out what's your, what's your
1: reservation you. about doing it in hour two?
0: Because I, I'm going to forget. After doing hour one with Latipo, and then t- I'm just telling you, if we can knock it out, like right at the front of the show. Dude, even.
1: I will put a reminder in the calendar.
0: Okay. Okay. I feel bad because I've been wanting to give this away since the first week, right, we'll and here we it. are the 17th we'll we'll of January, so, and we haven't done the giveaway. And you guys hello. are so so kind and loving and patient with me <laughs> and us. So. All
1: right. Pillow
0: um, giveaway. giveaway. Save. Right. So if we can give that away right away, I just would feel better about it. I just yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll it. do it. To, dude, it's okay. Sorry, it's, right. it's all right. We'll do it tomorrow. All right, tomorrow's uh, okay. Now, did you make your point? Because I'm sorry, I just no. What? A, I,
1: yeah, what I wanted to say is just recently, I I have been uh, a slacker mm-hmm. uh, on my supplementation, uh, and it would just over the holidays and expenses and things and stuff like that. I I slacked off. Uh, and it was just I put an order in to choose to be healthy uh, a couple weeks ago and I got Mm -hmm. all the stuff in and so what I what I am doing is you know you've got two different you've got the protocol uh, that uh, Chris Barr put together Mm -hmm. and there's there's like the one that you take when you've got like a serious health issue and then there's the one that you take that's just a maintenance the maintenance is you know like one every you know Three or four times a day, you know, selenium, you know, yeah. whatever. So I split the difference. And so I'm doing kind of a hybrid, you know, between, cause I don't need to do like, you know, the massive, I have cancer one. Right. Uh, but I, I, I need to do more than just the maintenance one. So I've been doing kind of, you know, like three, uh, selenium four times a day instead of five, you know, type thing.
0: Okay. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I and, you know, the
1: chromium, I got the, 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 the selenium, the chromium, the, uh, the silica. missing link and the silicon, okay, yeah. Good. So I've got those four. Okay, dude, I feel great. <laughs> so much better. I, I right? do. I have energy. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm just like, oh, here mm-hmm. I am. and you know, and I haven't felt that way in a long time. Um, it matters. So it
0: makes a difference.
1: It does. It makes a huge difference. It
0: really does. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I'm like focused, and I'm like thinking, and I'm like getting up in the morning, and I'm doing okay, and you know, it's Ooh. just,
0: you know, the thing is, you're not selfish enough. But what do I mean by that, Grandpa? You are so giving and loving to your family and your grandkids and your kids that oftentimes you sacrifice your own health for their whatever, uh, you know. And that's just an acknowledgement of you know. A lot of people say, "Well, that's a wonderful trait," but at the same time, gosh, you know, if you're not in good shape, how do you help them when they yeah, really? Yeah, I know. I and know. so I think about the no, priorities I and I just
1: throw it out there. I'm I'm, I'm I'm back on on the 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 wagon but uh mm-hmm. in any case uh i just wanted to say that because i do i just yeah pff, it's like ha hey hi how are you mm-hmm. haven't seen you
0: super done so Never anyway yeah
1: um that's just uh you know just proof again you know that this stuff works if you do
0: it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
1: anyway all right what focus, uh what else we got to do here focus.
0: bolden some mate tea is pretty amazing on that end yeah Listen, <clears throat> I agree with you, Michael Bolden. You are right. I, and I love my mate every day. But I've been, since the honestly, since we got to the new year, hit the ground running with the big Florida six-day uh, travel trip. And I'm just s- scrambling to recover since then. It was intense. It was like too much, not any downtime. This is why I'm excited about what uh, Nutritional Frontiers is doing with that retreat because it, it honors the fact that we tend to go full on all in all the time. And I want to be there for everybody. And I, you know, so as I complain about you neglecting yourself, super D I'm looking at the mirror sometimes doing the same thing. And we've got to care for ourselves better in order for us to be there when people really need us. And I perceive, of course, we, we, you know, we think we're needed all the time, but we also need to take some downtime. And even though I rested on the weekend a bit and on Sunday, I really did little and nothing, uh, apparently as good as it was, it wasn't enough. No, I just, you know, I'm acknowledging that I really pushed myself and we've got this trip coming up on Thursday, by the way, Thursday, despite it being travel day, we got two full hours of new broadcast material. Uh, we've got updates from Jonathan Emord. We're going to be covering a lot of stuff, including, uh, he's getting closer to a, a major announcement, maybe by the end of this month, which would be really cool. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of events. Oh, and, and, and speaking of that Bolden, have you seen the one in Glendale? Did I send you that? Cause I think I did. But I'm trying to get all my friends from the LA area to to be there. I want to be there for that the Glendale event, um, and that's it. Uh, with the upcoming events at emord4va.com, mm-hmm. that's the 18th of February, Saturday. So, and then I've got friends in 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 uh, Scottsdale, Arizona, Phoenix area, also for the one on sixth of March. I want to see everybody there for that.
1: Speaking of Bolden, there's only one, yeah. two, three days sure. left until we have him on.
0: What do you mean he's on already on Friday? Is it on Friday, on Friday?
1: wasn't the, this this coming Friday? Or am I wrong?
0: Yeah, don't ask me today because it's I'm the, pretty it sure be, that's what
1: we discussed. It
0: could be the every other, remember? And it was like last Friday he was on. Oh. Besides, where am I gonna be Friday?
1: Well, you're gonna be in Tennessee.
0: That's true. Oh, and I gotta hope that I got internet.
1: Okay. Right? So so, so we'll plan on the twenty seventh then.
0: I think that would be safer. Okay.
1: All right. No, he got a reprieve. I still uh, got to put, put the intro together. Well,
0: that. yes, we need a, a good alliteration that we agree on for the, the Bolden segments. Now, this is not an excuse for you, Bolden, to stop doing your Path to Liberty, uh, liberty updates. Liberty?
1: The Path liberty. to Liberty.
0: Well, that's a combination, really. It's restore your yes. liver, You can restore liberty, too. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. So, anyway... So uh, tomorrow, uh, Dr. Joe Latipo will be on uh, in hour one. He is the what general?
0: Surgeon General of Florida. Why do I keep wanting to say Attorney General?
1: He's a Surgeon General. That's it. uh, Surgeon General in Florida. Okay. He's kind of a maverick. Uh, He's really cool. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have Ty Bollinger and I put on the uh, calendar. We will not forget tomorrow at the bottom of hour two with Ty Bollinger, we will be giving away. I want it, a or
0: before ball. I'm still arguing for the first hour. I'll explain Dude, We can't but,
1: miss it now. We can't miss it here. I don't want to do exactly. it in the Joe Latipo hour. I want that. To I be. know
0: you don't, but I got, oh, there's there's so much more.
1: Cause like he could be so good. We're not going to like sit there and cut him short just to give away a pillow.
0: True. I'd like for that to be the case that he sticks it around a long time. I just, I'm a little reluctant on relying on that. When you got a surgeon general from a state like Florida that he's mm-hmm. showing up at all is amazing. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see.
1: What's the homeopathic uh, remedy for anxiety?
0: There's a few. Yeah. Pick one.
1: (laughs) Yalcimium. is a good one. I promise. I promise I will not forget. Okay. Okay. I'll work on it this afternoon. What I need to do is because we are going to not only be giving this away to the people that bought the pillows, but we're going to be giving it away to all of our Patreon
0: members too, right? Well, they're eligible. The point is. Right. Well, I'm just eligible. saying it, they're in yeah. the pool. Yes. Uh, I, and I said that from the beginning just because I, certainly I wanted everybody to buy a silver right pillow. If you haven't already, please do so. You can use the RSB20 code to get 20% off. But the deal was 99 instead of 149, which is mm-hmm. great. And then we're going to give away a pillow and everybody that bought and our patrons, because they're so supportive, we want to include you in the potential to win. Now we Again, this is just one pillow out of uh, many uh, people. But it's kind of fun to give stuff away. I love doing that. And I thank Lisa Hill for uh, supporting us to do that. So that's coming up. <sighs> what else? Anything else? Chat room, what's going on?
1: Uh, I don't know what's going on. In the chat. Yeah. Ha ha. Glad I was just listening. Now next Friday it is bold. And okay, so good. We're on, we're on that. the same page with that. Yay! And let's look here. Um, Dawn
0: mm-hmm.
1: says, don't forget how important movement is, walking, cycling, hiking to move the lymphatic fluid. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you see, you see, I do this like the whole time that I am like standing here at the uh, the microphone. I know it's not high impact uh, uh, exercise, mm-hmm. but I am constantly moving. Yes. So I, I'm patting myself on the back because I'm standing for the most part every mm-hmm. once in a while. Today, my back is a little bit sore because I had extra standing time today working yeah. with Scott Shara. Uh, so I'm like going on, you know, three and a half hours standing on my feet, but mm-hmm. uh, actually more than that, about four hours.
0: So yeah, how was uh, the interview with Scott? He's doing a new podcast.
1: It was, yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. He had, um, who do you have on today? It was two, two ladies from uh, an organization that does hospital rescues. And I believe we had one of them on our show mm-hmm. and it was that they had that hotline number, that you call, that, you know, they will sit there and advocate on your behalf if you're in a hospital Mm -hmm. uh, and they're trying to tell you that you can't leave and all that stuff. And they have like all the things in place to be able to intervene Mm -hmm. and and get you out of there if they're trying to put you on a vent or they're going to give you remdesivir or something like that. So that was a a good interview.
0: Very good. Shout out to our friend Christine. She's in the chat room watching as well. And She's glad to be here for the giveaway tomorrow. She got a silver right pillow. By the way, how are you liking your silver pillow, Christine? Well, I want to hear a little bit more feedback. I, I don't go anywhere without it. When I'm traveling, I travel with it. I know mine's deflated, so it fits easily in the bag. And mm-hmm. it means I pulled out the K a lot. Of <clears throat> Very generous with their K POC. K
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That still sounds
1: like uh, Klingon to me for some reason. Yeah.
0: Now, let's see. What do I have this afternoon? I think I got to do a. See, today. I'm going to do a professional silver training online for doctors <clears throat> and then I'll be off later. Okay. All right. I've talked enough. I can okay. feel it. I'm still, I'm still pushing it, you know? Yep. So, thank you all for your understanding and patience. That was a great show today. Actually we had uh, between Sean and AJ. She was, man, she brought some stuff, dude. You read mm-hmm. those articles, check out the PDFs, please share them. I mean, it's brutal what the federal government is doing by printing money out of thin air. Christine, love it. Clear sinuses in the morning. Yeah, that's what I found. That's the same big, experience you had, huh? Big time. Yeah. If you you know, if you have sensitivity like I have with sinuses, which has been a weak point forever, um, sleeping on the silver pillow uh, just eliminated all of the things that were triggering all of the mucus and inflammation and all of that respiratory stuff. Uh, so the silverite pillow is amazing for that.
1: All right, I think it's time to wrap it up. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another good show. And good Robert, show. you go yes. get some rest. That's my plan. Doesn't and, always uh, work out that way. But, we'll you see know. you guys mañana.
0: Give it a go. Thanks, thanks everybody.